Prepare to be astonished. It's that time again. Let's get started. From the Clatsop County Historical Society, an adventure in history with Matt Burns and Alana Quila. You should never be allowed to talk to people. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking. And now, with today's adventure, it's Mac and Alana. Good evening, and thank you for joining us for another adventure in history. How are you doing, Mac? Well, I'm great, because happy Pony Express Day. Oh, is it really? It's April 3rd, Pony Express Day. Your favorite. It is my favorite, because great things, well, exciting things happen on April 3rd. Would you, <laughs> would you like the list? Ooh, yes. Pony Express starts, of course, close to my heart. The financial failure that was the 18-month-long... Pony Express starts April 3rd, 1860, in St. Joe, Missouri. Okay. And then 1882, in St. Joe, Missouri, Jesse James gets shot. Oh, yeah. And killed. Exciting. The two biggest things in St. Joe history, St. Joseph, Missouri (laughs) history, and they happen on the same day. That is an interesting day. And then April 3rd is the day I started this job. Oh, I love that. 19 years. It's been quite an adventure, hasn't (laughs) it? I was technically supposed to start like three or four days from now. But I wanted to start on April 3rd, so we snu- I snuck into the office for like half an hour. Did you really? I did. So technically speaking, April 3rd was my first day on the job. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> you can be so quirky. So, <laughs> well, you should always like plan big things on like anniversaries uh, that yeah, you can remember. It, that's true. Right. Like I started my, my first museum executive director job, I started on Pearl Harbor Day. Oh. So I would never forget the day I, I started. That, yep, that's a good one. And then I left a job on uh, the day that World War II ended. <laughs> so, you are such I, a history buff. I, I tried it. <laughs> You're in the to. right field. <laughs> Good job, Mac. So, so happy Pony Express Day, yeah. everybody. And happy anniversary. I hope, I hope you're celebrating appropriately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't start any fail, failure, failing businesses just yet. You don't have to ride a horse today or anything. Right. But. right. Well, tonight we have a very exciting guest. I'm excited because mm-hmm. he is the spark of Warrington. I think he hopes he's not the spark. He brings the spark to Warrington. Is that better? He puts the spark out. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's true. He does bring, He does put... Okay, so he, he dampens Warrington. Is that better? Now it just sounds depressing. I know, yeah, it's sad. It sounds dark. So, okay. So, so what would be the best... How would you do it? How would you say it? Because you've heard it all. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fact is now that people are going to start calling me Sparky. Oh, no. Instead that's of right. Brian... Um, but yeah, fire chief at uh, Warranted Fire Department, Brian Alsbury. So oh. thanks for having us on, or having me on tonight. Yeah, and you did your own introduction. Oh, that's sorry. the first time that's um, ever happened. It might be. It is good. This is going to be our best show ever. The best show ever. I can, I can feel it already. I, I think so too. It's going to so, be a hot one. <laughs> oh, see, but he's, he's probably got like fifty <laughs> of those that he uses all the time. Heard them all. Oh my gosh, he's going to walk out of here. <laughs> all right, so we should get right to it. Yes, then. let's um, do it. So the uh, history highlights the uh, the key things. Not today. Right. Tomorrow. These are tomorrow, but I had, since we're recording on April 3rd. Yes. We all, well, sure. Yeah. So so these are things. April 4th, 1841. President Harrison dies. How oh. sad. After only uh, 32 days in office. Oh. <laughs> oh, geez. Wow. It is a stressful job. I'm, <laughs> I'm always wondering like whether I should put him on my list or not. Because 32 days, you know, I mean, it's barely time to get to know you. Right. So, uh, 1850, City of Los Angeles is incorporated. Oh, okay. City of Angels. All right. I uh, got nothing. All right. 1896, nope. the announcement of gold 
discovery in the Yukon. There's gold up there. Yeah. And we've done some shows about that. Yes. Good, good church. Because uh, a lot of people from Astoria and Clatsop County went up there thinking they were going to make their fortunes. And it was just cold. It was just cold. Uh, 1949, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization Pact is signed, NATO. I saw, I saw that one. Yep, that's a good one. And we haven't heard from NATO in a while, have we? Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, 1974. Hank Aaron ties Babe Ruth's home run record. I liked that one. Seven hundred thirteen. What a poor guy. He he kept getting all these nasty, like how dare a black guy right. mm-hmm. beat a white guy's home run record? And there were threats. I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, and all it's the time. his record. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I like Hank Aaron. Uh, 1975. Microsoft founded. Oak. Oh, 1975. Does does that seem late for some reason? It does. Or does it seem early. It seems late to me. So yeah. uh, I was going to make that the history highlight of the day, but it's very inter- really influential. Co- really could not because that one did have a lot of impact. 1991, Senator John Hines of Pennsylvania and six others are killed when a helicopter collides with their plane over an elementary school in uh, Marion, Pennsylvania. Mm. I worked for Senator Hines oh, okay. when I was in college, and I actually planned his last town hall meeting. Oh, it was in State College, Pennsylvania, and he was flying back from this from that. Oh, Mac. I'm and sorry. it was kind of the helicopter's fault because okay. he was on this small little plane. We put him on. He was going to fly, I think, to Philadelphia and then back to, to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had emergency lights that their landing gear wasn't coming down. And this helicopter hurt. Oh, Senator Hines. And they said, well, we'll fly and we'll, we'll do a look-see for you. And oh, he got no. too close and they collided. <gasps> oh. And the worst part, it was over in elementary school. Yeah. You know, so that's the worst part. The kids got killed, too. Oh, that is, so. yeah, tragic. And thus ended my uh, my sure. governmental career. Yeah. Because at that point, my my knowledge base is how to close a senator's office. Oh, man. <laughs> Traumatic. There were, there were three of us in the home office. And one had been with him for like 10 years. One had been with him for five. And then I'd been with him for four months. Oh, my goodness. And the, the head of the state political party comes in. And they say to the head person, anything you want, we'll take care of you. We'll find something for you. The guy that had been there like five years, they said, well, we'll really, we'll tr- really try and help you. And then they walked past me and said, good luck, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I was done. You're expendable. <laughs> I was done. But our history highlight of the day, also not a fun thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is assassinated. Yeah. yeah. So we just did a show about him. Couple, I know. A couple of weeks ago. I like that one. That was a good one. Yeah. The one so what I missed. Positive Hopefully thing you something missed. positive. You had, you had all of the ones I had. But 1928, Maya Angelou, the American poet and author, Ooh. was born. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. 28. Wow. I know. Yeah. Is she still alive? She is, isn't she? No, no. she's not. No. no. When did she no, pass No, but her away? family is uh, still active okay. in the advocacy community. Wow. I don't know when she died. It, it was a decade ago or so, I thought. It's wow. It's been a while. Yeah. But again, I mean, her, her work's everywhere, so that's why you think she's still that's, alive. See, that's the thing. I feel like, didn't yeah. I see her at some political rally in the last like five or six years? Yeah. But maybe nope. it was like 10 or 12 years. Right. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> So, uh, moving I, on, I, we're, we're not I, really good at segues. No, I always remember though, yeah, like the old late night with David Letterman before it was the late show with David Letterman. He always he had this game once a month, dead or alive, oh, about celebrities, and it was kind of hard sometimes. You're like, oh, well, I think I saw them in something recently, right? So, because they do I would, exist, I would have just failed that game. Well, we have our own celebrity, we do. There's a better segue here tonight, um, Chief Brian Alsbury. Um, and let's just start. First of all, where are you from? So I'm, uh, 
I would say I'm originally from Astoria. Um, been in Astoria since I was probably two or three years old. Moved here from uh, originally Reno. Was born there. Uh, moved to Springfield and then to Astoria, and that's where I've been. Well, I was until I got married, and then I uh, moved to Warrenton. So really far so, away. So Reno. Yeah. What brings the family from Reno to yeah. here? So my dad, originally from Astoria, um, out of high school, went to the Air Force. Met my mom in the Air Force. And then um, that was our last kind of duty station was in Reno. Um, and they got out of the Air Force after that. And we moved to Springfield, Oregon. So, And how old were you when these moves happened? Do you remember Reno at all as a kid? Do you... No, not at all. You were a baby. No, I was like, I think I was only maybe a year old okay. when we moved out of there. Because so. you were two by the time you got here. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. Yep. And then your, did your mom start out at Tongue Point right away? Was she there? No, my dad did. Okay. That's, I think that's originally why we moved back to Astoria was to be back in my dad's hometown, but also got the job at, at Tongue Point. And he was um, a logistics supervisor and then also the fire chief at the fire department there. That's kind of where it all started for me. Oh, really? So, yeah. And was yes. he involved in the fire program out there? Yeah. Okay. He was. Because um, how was, old is that program? The fire department? Well, it's closed now. The department? The, fire, the department itself oh. is, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I think maybe around 98-ish it closed. Oh, the fire okay. department, but there's a fire program over at... The Mertz. Mertz. Oh, Mertz, Mertz. Yeah. I am merging yeah. the two. I am, yeah. yes. Yeah. See, it's They're close. If, yes. if you don't work at one or the other, yep. or you don't go out there except for like your social yes. club goes to visit once a year. <laughs> Sorry, it, folks. It is they hard. are nearby. You merge the two very much. <laughs> yes, they do. So, yeah. so your dad's the, the fire chief. Is the... The Tongue Point Fire Department at the time, is it just for Tongue Point? Is it for beyond that? Yeah, or? so they would they would cover Tongue Point, but they would also have like mutual aid agreements with the rest of the departments in the county. And so they would go off center uh, to support other departments. So so not to get you in trouble, but oh, sure. you, you <laughs> hung around apparently sometimes. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> so I'll confess now. I would sneak in the fire station when no one was around and I would run up to the top floor and slide down the pole until I was basically ready to fall off of it on the ground. <laughs> um, Meanwhile, your parents are like, whew, glad he got all that exercise today. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and we're speculating, it's probably in our records. So I'm, I'm the weak link in this story, but we think the fire pole at the oh. Uppertown Firefighters Museum there's two of them. There's one that, that the kids can actually slide down a little bit of it, and then there's one that's up in the attic. Yeah. came from Tongue Point. Yeah. It was uh, when the station got closed, uh, my dad procured it and donated it to uh, the fire museum, is what I've been told. So I'd like to believe that, that the retired fire chief of Astoria, Leonard Hansen, just stole it, is what I'd like to <laughs> Yeah, we can like go with prefer. that. That's a good so. story. <laughs> so your, your love around fire started at a, as a young child. Um, did you, I mean, cause that, that isn't where your career went first though. So, so bring us, no. bring yeah. us back a couple of years. What did you like to do in high school? Oh, in high school? Sure. Astoria high school. Yeah. Astoria high school went there, graduated in 99. Um, great school. Uh, <laughs> I think the one thing I did the most, uh, after high school was miss high school. Oh. Kind of a weird kid. I was a pretty <laughs> social person. I liked being, you know, with other people and I didn't necessarily hang out with just a few people. I kind of moved around a lot. Um, so 
it was fun. And that's the social aspect of high school that I really missed. Um, so what were some of your favorite activities or teachers or classes or clubs or sports teams? Yeah. Um, didn't play any sports in school. So I did in middle school, but not in high school. So, um, really my focus after school was work. Um, I don't know why that was so important to me, but I needed to work and I worked. Uh, at the local grocery store, first job was with Skip Hockey. Oh my god! At uh, Hockey Century, of course. The store we shopped at when we were growing up, so it's, it was like home for me, and it was a great place to work. What kind of a boss was Skip? Skip, oh, he's great. You didn't you didn't see him a lot and have a ton of interaction, but you saw him a lot with customers interacting. He was a very great, he's great man. Um, he's just a nice guy. And what was your job there? What did you uh, started out as a courtesy clerk, so can, counted a lot of cans, <laughs> bagged a lot of groceries. People listening to this radio show, I may have taken your groceries to your car. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, what a service. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good, good great job. So, did, did, Were you allowed to get tips? Were you tipped at all? No, we never got tips, no. Yeah. The only incentive we'd get is uh, they had this secret, secret shopper program, and if you were lucky enough to have an interaction with a secret shopper and you did well, you got like, I don't know, it's like 25 or 50 bucks. Wow. Skip loved that program, by the way. So I know Brian's mom, Rose, cause she and I worked for Skip Hockey mm. at the chamber. Oh, yeah. um, and he brought back that secret, secret shopper program to the chamber. Oh, and wow. so he would secret shop us. We <laughs> didn't work awesome. really front desk, but we, we could have, you know, um, and then he he brought it to the like the local all the chambers down the coast too, so that they would we would secret shop each other, and kind of kind of have an incentive there. Did so you, he loved that program. Yeah. Did you get twenty five bucks? I did not. <laughs> did you get? She and I were in the back talking all uh, the time. Yeah. Terrible customer service. <laughs> you didn't yes. get secret shopped. No, I didn't. But I know what happened <laughs> at our at, at the chamber. Yeah. Well, that's funny because Skip also talked about when he worked there as a kid that he wasn't allowed to get tips. Interesting. That he could accept cookies oh. <laughs> if somebody if he was delivering or something, but they they would not take tips. So yeah, I I think I maybe had to refuse two or three tips, at, okay. you know. And it's funny because people want to tip you, and if you say no, they get kind of frustrated, or you know, they're like, "Oh no, take it, take it, and don't tell anybody." <laughs> yes. But uh, I I knew that that was a big thing for the store and for mm-hmm. for the Hauk family or the Hauke family was you know. Don't accept tips. They're, they come and buy groceries from us, and we're providing that service for them. So when did you get interested in, in fire department and firefighting, and that as a career, or did it start as a volunteer and then became a career? Yeah, it started out as a volunteer. So um, after high school, uh, kind of kicked around a little bit, and then was like, you know what? I need to join a department. So it was, uh, I think it was 18, just about 19 when I joined. Uh, joined Astoria Fire. And we were there for probably two years, and then they started this intern program. And so I jumped on that, and that was a great program. Learned a lot. Um, Got to work shifts, kind of see the other side of it, the career side. Um, They house us all at the other station that's over on uh, West Marine, kind of across the street from KFC or something. Yeah, Mm -hmm. under the bridge. And uh, so there's three of us teenagers, Um, (laughs) young adults, right? And yeah. <laughs> uh, we all we all lived in there. Oh um, wow! But we all went to school together, and graduated the same year. So it was uh, myself, uh, Jake Rummel, and um, Mike Lang, and it was it was a blast. We had fun. Oh, fun. So we did a lot of pranks to each other. <laughs> I 
I got the worst one of all, but of mm-hmm. course. Are you gonna share? Oh, big tease. Yeah, big it's tease. a. I'll try not to make it too terrible, but uh, I was in the bathroom, <laughs> and uh, Jake Rummel said, "Hey, you want a magazine?" I said, "Sure." And so he slides this under the door, which I think is a magazine, but it's not. It's a two or it's a uh, Manila envelope full of shaving cream, with a magazine sitting on top of it. And so as soon as I reached down, he felt me pull on it. He stomped it. Oh. And <laughs> there, there is a shaving cream outline of me on the wall. <laughs> I was covered. That is probably the best practical joke ever done to me. Please do not try this at home. That Adventures in history will not be held accountable. Oh, my, my six-year-old would love that. <laughs> She's in bed, right? She's yes, asleep. she is. All right, thank <laughs> goodness. That is pretty funny. I like that one. So how did your, your parents feel about this is a career choice since they you know, knew what the life is like. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think my dad generally was very excited for me. My mom was too, but she always threatened to put a note in my pocket that said I couldn't climb ladders, <laughs> which apparently my dad had too. Oh, jeez. Mom was pretty controlling. <laughs> Just joking. Um, He's not joking. <laughs> oh, okay. She's controlling. <laughs> in a good way. Moms are supposed to be controlling. Well, yeah. that's what I always wonder because yeah. it, it, it is a dangerous job, it obviously. Is, yeah. sure. And as a parent, mm-hmm. I would imagine even if your dad had done this career, that there's some hesitation of, I don't want my kid to get mm-hmm. in a dangerous spot. Yeah. So that's why I'm always kind of curious how they feel about Yeah. Now, like now as a chief, I'm kind of like the parent in a way because I think yeah. about the new guys and, and the people who are there already, the volunteers and the staff. We run a scene. If things go bad, it's on me. Um, so I don't want to hurt anybody. So it's something that you're always thinking about. Yeah. So, so you also had a brief uh, little interlude into beer. Yeah, I did. Uh, your I mom, was, your mom credits a local brewery is starting in her garage. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, yeah, we so, could we could say that. You could somewhat. say that. <laughs> So tell us. Like, uh, yeah. So, so beer, beer made its way. Yeah. So I was uh, working for um, a, a local company that was called North Coast Home Care, um, working for them, and then uh, approached Chris uh, Nimlewell at Fort George. That had just started out. I think they were only a couple years old, just putting in the newer brewery that uh, is in the Level Building, and uh, took a job as a distribution manager. So I worked with them for oh, almost seven years, I believe. So that was a great job, great atmosphere. But I quit because I need to give my liver a break. Oh. So. <laughs> but you guys were friends prior, yeah. so you knew him in high school. Yeah, actually, Chris uh, and then Lowell and I grew up uh, pretty much together two doors down. We both lived at Tongue Point. His mom uh, was a nursing manager of the clinic, and, uh, and my dad was in inventory and fire department, so. So was there ever any beer made in either of your garages? Maybe it was his garage. We didn't make beer until we both, both of our families left Tongue Point and <laughs> moved into Astoria. Uh, so we, we dabbled in beer at my house, but we dabbled a lot at Chris's apartment. So. See? I mean, that's kind of interesting. This is prior to Fort George. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Giant businesses begin uh, in garages. Yes. And yeah. apartments. I like, think it's kind of cool. Like Microsoft, right? Yeah. Exactly. There's like a huge list of businesses, like Harley Davidson and dozens. Oh, that sure. Started right. in somebody's garage. Yep. So maybe maybe Fort George will be on that list someday that people 
look back. Well, I think that just that that interest of beer and that beer can taste different and beer can taste good. <laughs> so good job. Thank you oh, yeah. for bringing us good beer to Astoria. Oh, I didn't make it. I just sold it. You helped. No, I drank it. Wow. There you go. You drank it. <laughs> one for the customer, one for me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that was a that was a fun job. I, every day I was somewhere else, never stuck in a building, mm. uh, meeting great customers and accounts. It was mm. fun. What was that like too? Just because you you knew Chris, so mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you knew him as a kid. Then you know, you guys are kind of growing up together. And, yeah. and at the time when you were working there for, I mean, you worked there for a long time. I mean, it was kind of small compared to now. Yeah. Um, what uh, what have you noticed in that evolution? Just of, <laughs> like your relationship and even just that company itself. Yeah. Um, Fort George is amazing company. They're, they've gone so big, but they're yeah. so, to me, community oriented. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, a lot of the things they do in the community are great. Um, but yeah, it was a different dynamic working for, I would, for my best friend, Yeah, uh, you know? Um, so it took some use, used to, or took some time to get used to that. You know, um, it was, it was a little weird, but it worked. <laughs> we made it work and, um, and you're still friends. Yeah. So you did make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are still friends. Uh, uh, hey, Chris, I haven't seen you for a while, but <laughs> <laughs> You know where to find them yes. sometime. Yeah, that's right. So back to the fire department for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, who were, when you were an intern and, and going through the program, um, who were some of the personalities and any, any lessons that you really remember? Like, wow, that really stuck when that guy told me this or, or this fire that we went to, I really learned this. Yeah. I, I think um, in my internship, the most valuable thing that I learned was just growing up, being an adult. This is, uh, you know, it's an adult atmosphere. And so I had to put my silliness aside and, and learn how to be an adult and work with adults. And it was, it was a great atmosphere to grow up in or to work in. So. so switching gears just a little bit, how'd you meet your lovely wife? Oh, my lovely wife. So we worked together at, a, at the medical supply store. Um, and is she from here too? Yeah, she's from Astoria. She graduated from Astoria High School, I think, in 98 or 97, and then went off to OSU, go Beavers. Um, And so, yeah, we met, um, started dating, and dated for probably about a year, and then I asked her to marry me on Christmas Eve. Uh, We got married, uh, I think, eight months later that August. Yeah. And um, we lived together for about a year, and then we decided we wanted to buy our first home, and for us... It was more feasible in Warrington at the time, so we we made the big move to Warrington. And her name's Sarah, Sarah yeah. Alsbury, the yeah. same name as yes. your sister. So there's two Sarah Alsberries, just to make oh, it confusing. No. But what's your wife's maiden name? Uh, her maiden name's Litwin. Okay, what was that? Litwin, sorry. Litwin. Yeah, okay, um, local family. So the best story I have for my wife and my sister sharing the same name, at one time they both lived in Astoria together <laughs> when we were married. Um, when my wife became pregnant and it was maybe four months into her pregnancy, my sister went to had they shared the same doctor at CMH and walk in the room with her file and they're like, Oh no, I can see where this is going. I don't see <laughs> that you're five months pregnant. <laughs> She's like, is that Sarah with an H or without? 
Uh-oh. And it's with an H, and my sister is without. So <laughs> they pulled the wrong file. <laughs> That's hilarious. That could happen. For and they're similar. I mean, your sister's younger, but yeah. I mean, not that much younger, yeah. not noticeably. For all the checking of what's your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Just, that's right? kind of amazing. Yeah. Well, she is Sarah Allsbury, though. That's I true. mean, when they would have checked it, it would have been. That's true. Yeah. Because you're yeah. not spelling the name. Right. So that's and funny. she does. And they did live in the same town. So she goes, Woohoo, I'm not pregnant. Okay, yeah, thanks. Know, yeah. right. <laughs> Didn't know that was happening. <laughs> Great appointment. And then yeah. the other Sarah shows up. Goes, right. Oh my gosh! When did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was That's it was fun. pretty funny. We laughed quite a bit about it. So. so fast forward, how many years now, and how many kids? Ooh, yeah, four kids, two girls, two boys. Um, just sold our thousand square foot home, uh, and we're upgrading to something a little bit bigger, which is well overdue. <laughs> um, but kids are great. The two boys, they're young. They're the younger boys, and then we have the older girls. Tonight, I get to do one thing that I think is like a rite of passage for adults. I'm going to take my daughter out to go driving. She got a oh, permit wow. yesterday. Oh, so. my gosh. My condolences. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, I'm going to be excited once, and then I'm going to turn it over to somebody else. <laughs> there, there's something very unnerving. Not necessarily when I was teaching my daughter to drive being in the car, because I felt like, okay, I can always reach over and grab the emergency brake or the... Sure. The scariest thing was actually taking her for her driver's test and watching her drive away without me in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was just that sense of, I can't control it. Let alone after she got her license, yeah. right? Actually, that, that part wasn't as bad. Interesting. But the watching her drive away, even knowing that there's a, yeah. an adult that knows how to drive in the car, grading her, just that sense of seeing the car drive away, it was very unsettling. So you have, yeah, it was, you have uh, that to look forward to. Whoa. Yeah, And it, the driving rules are a lot different now. I know that like there's you got to, you can't take friends and drive around for right. the first year, month. But I found out they give her a book. She's got to log either her miles or her hours and have so many hours or miles before she gets her actual license. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, and then I think it's yeah, a year before a minor, right, can be in the mm-hmm. car with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like that rule. Unless they're yes. a family or something of that right. nature. So we've got about uh, three or four minutes left, so I want to make sure a couple of things. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the Warrington Fire Department. Yeah, yeah. Warrington Fire Department. Um, you know, when I uh, was contacted by Alana to come on the show, I was like, what am I going to talk about Warrington Fire Department? I don't have a real great history knowledge of, of the department itself, so I did a little research. And the one interesting fact I found, there was a picture of a fire truck, and it read at the bottom, new fire truck bought, it's like $24,000 <laughs> and then returned because he couldn't make lease payment oh. three months later or something, some short period of time. <laughs> it's like, oh man, that's, that's rough. And they decreased by like 20% just by driving it off the lot. <laughs> yeah. And this is probably back in the twenties. Oh my gosh. Like early, early days. And I was laughing at the 24,000. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, you can't even, you might be able to get a new pump for 24,000. The whole truck, a new one is probably closer to three quarters of a million these days that's amazing yeah it's just crazy how long have you been the chief and and how big is the fire department today so um i've been the chief since 2019 december 15th um the department when i came on there was i believe it's 18 volunteers we actually had quite a few and i volunteered for them before i became the chief so i saw the steady decline in volunteers um so once the the opportunity came up and i became the chief focus on bolstering the numbers and getting them up. So now we're up to 27-ish. Uh, there's three paid staff and crazy amount of calls. 
So this tell, tell us the names of the staff. Yeah, so we got Scott Watson. He's a division chief of training now. Uh, John Shepard, he's actually retired or retiring on the 15th of this, uh, April. So he's been there forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> like Josh he started Hammond, in John, everything. he started in Hammond. Yeah. I think if you add up his time between Hammond and Warrington, 40 some years, it's amazing. just amazing. Yeah. And he still wants to volunteer after he's retired. Of course he does. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. He's a great guy. So. So in the uh, 20 seconds we have left, what do you love about uh, living in Warrington or love about the fire department? You know, the thing I like about Warrington the most is uh, when we first moved there, it felt like a community. It was smaller than Astoria. It wasn't like I moved from Portland, but uh, I just felt more invited there and more connected with the people. So that's what I love about Warrington. Well, thanks. Well, Warrington loves you back. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your service to our community. We appreciate it. Thanks for joining us tonight. While I never want to see you come to my house with your alarms going, uh, I will be glad if you're the guy that comes to my house to put the fire out. So, Exactly. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening. Go make some history. We will catch you next week. Thank you for joining us for An Adventure in History. An Adventure in History is created and produced by the Clatsop County Historical Society and brought to you by KMUN.